Welcome to another episode of High and Dry with Jamie and Sky. I'm Jamie. And I'm Sky. And today we're going to be talking about, honestly, one of the easiest topics for us. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be getting into the reasons that we love being sober. Yeah. So if you need some sober inspiration, we are your girls. We, we really are. We got you because we... We love it. We love it. We're annoying. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. Yeah. 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 It's my favorite personality trait, you know? <laughs> people are like all those people that go sober and just like it becomes their favorite, like it becomes their number one personality trait. Yeah. And it is. Yeah. It's mine. We're off our bullshit. We are off of our bullshit. So um, what is your number one favorite thing about being sober, Jamie? My favorite thing is because of how bad my drinking habits were is like – I've given myself my life back and it sounds so dramatic, but like it's, that's the best thing for me. I, it, it was out of control. So it's given me the gift of my life. You got your life back. Yeah, I got my life back. Yeah. I think my favorite thing about being sober is just a sense of peace that I have mm-hmm. inside that I have me like, yeah. like I'm a great friend to other people and I'm a better person because I'm sober, but I have, access to me full time and I'm somebody that I like yeah and that's just like the best thing ever totally I was so somebody I didn't like when I was me too oh my god so then it was like easier to just like feed into that toxicity and just drink away your life or your problems because you're like I suck and I hate myself yeah so not drinking and you know giving giving peace peace of mind peace and that's like spirit I had such bad anxiety that Mm -hmm. like now I wouldn't even say I'm an anxious person. Mm -hmm. Like I have it under control. Mm -hmm. And that is like, that's up there too. Like that I'm somebody that I like, that I say I'm going to do something and I do it. Yeah. And that I just, I'm accountable. And I just have that, like I see other people being so anxious and I know I was there at one point and I love that I have empathy and can relate to them in that way, but I'm so glad I'm not there. Yeah. I love being somebody that my friends and family can count on now. Oh, I That's love that the, too. one of the best things because especially with my family, because my friends were like super understanding or maybe weren't as heavily affected by it. But now being somebody that my family can actually rely on or like trust that like I'm going to be somewhere or I'm going to do something or I'm going to like hold my word on something like means so much to me and obviously them that and like giving for me because of how bad it was giving that back to them like knowing like they can sleep easy at night not having to worry that like they're going to get a call in the middle of the night that Jamie's dead and from being like a burden that way to like literally like I told you this a few weeks ago but like I'm going to therapy for a lot of the trauma that I have and like I told Jamie this, like, I don't think that I'd be able to go to therapy and like start really working through some of the bad things that have happened to me and issues that I have if I didn't have such a good friend and roommate at home, like supporting me through it. Like for real, I love you so much, but that's like, that is like, like even our friendship is one of my favorite things about being sober. Like I I don't want to get really sappy, but like I I, I love you, bro. Like, yeah, (laughs) I love you. (laughs) But it's so true. Like we wouldn't have this 
No. We would no. not be in no. this situation if Absolutely we weren't sober not. at like, all. The stars have aligned. Yeah. And it was meant to be. Yeah. No, totally. I think you're totally. one of my favorite things about being uh, yeah. sober. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like the gift that is you that I never would have I gotten. Know, like I know. Oh, we have like most of the basic things that I think are great now that we covered the big things, which is no hangovers. Oh my God. My hangovers were so bad. Life ending in those days. <laughs> like, don't you think it's weird when you see hungover people oh, now? I'm like, I I feel a bit of anxiety just <laughs> being around them. I'm like, oh no, this is too much. I do not miss that. Like being able to wake up feeling okay. Yeah. What was I thinking? Money saved. Money saved. Yeah. That's a big one. Absolutely. Money saved. Yeah. Oh it's weird to me. What's weird about money saved is a lot of people think they don't spend money on alcohol, but they do. Like it's a lot of girls are like, oh, guys pay for it. I'm like, yeah, you don't realize though, like the shit that you buy drunk and yeah, the stuff the shit that you buy, the burritos at 3 a.m. <laughs> that you're mucking to your face, like 1,400 calories after having just drank 1,500. Yeah. Uh, disgusting. Disgusting. It's crazy. Disgusting. It's puffy cr- face, like just my skin being better, my energy levels, like just liking myself. It's a really good one. Being hotter. Being hotter is so One nice. of the things that kept me sober in my early sobriety, <laughs> this is so bad and I probably shouldn't admit this, but it fully came from vanity because I was like, yeah. I'm so much hotter. Yeah. I lost so much weight easily. Uh, my skin was glowing. Yeah. I felt, and part of that was because I was mentally healthier, mm-hmm. but I like the vanity that took over where I was like, I'm so much better looking and I quit with challenges. So like every eight weeks I would, I would still drink for a while for like three months. And when I would drink, I would look so bad after that. I'd be like, I can't. Part of the reason I got sober, honestly, was because I like being hotter. Yeah. No, it's definitely nice. It's definitely nice to have that glow to you. Um, Yeah. Everything is just better. Oh, you you talked about this one not being taken advantage of. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like when I was in like the depths of my drinking, I'm like – because of again how bad it was and i'm sure this people can relate to who were at this level of like bad things happened to me like being a drunk girl in a city going out and being just like just totally incapable of making good decisions or getting taken advantage of by guys by people things that like i don't even know the things that happened to me do you know what i mean like in some blackouts like and I think I talked about this in the first episode a bit, but like, I think I was raped and I don't even know. And that's pretty messed up. You know? That's like super messed up. It's super messed up. And I don't think I'm alone in this. Like, I think there's people who it's happened to and they are fully aware or like wake up after a blackout, maybe having been drugged or being like, I don't know what happened. But I don't know if I talked about it th- this in the first episode, but this one night I worked at this bar in Toronto and it was like a super busy bar. And I was like maybe like 23, 20, yeah, 23. And it was super busy and this guy came in and I just saw his face. We locked eyes and like my body had this visceral reaction to him. Like I knew like all my spidey senses, the hairs on my back stood up. I was like something bad happened with this guy with like the slightest, slightest flashbacks. But like I can't, it's like maybe I've even like suppressed some of it because it was traumatic, but I, we looked at each other like, and I saw it on his face. Like he knew he did, like he knew what happened. And that's part of what really was fucked up for me that like, he's looking at me and he knows what he did to me, but I don't. And I was so uncomfortable and I didn't know how, what to do in that moment. Cause I'm like, and then he's at the bar and I'm like trying to work and like, he's just like staring at me 
with the full knowledge of whatever went down and I have no idea and like I think he raped me but I don't even know and that's just one situation I put myself in and I I think that's the only time that happened I think I was assaulted other times maybe but like never to that degree but bad things where I'm like I'm putting I was putting myself in these situations if I wasn't drinking I'm obviously safer I'm less at risk like and it's I, not to say that that was your fault. Of course not. It's not at all my fault. It's not to say anyone who drank, like, but like you that do guy subject your raping you. Yes, has to do but with him being a rapist. Of course, absolutely. Yeah. But if I was of more sound mind, I maybe wouldn't have put myself in a situation to be around someone like that. I I couldn't even tell you where I was or what had happened. So I don't know. But there are so many nights that were like that that were blacked out that I'm like waking up somewhere that I have no idea or you know like being you know once like this is pretty dark but like woke up in I was in my like condo building like the front you know in a cab so I don't even know how if I was able to give him my address but I woke up and there was like cum on my skirt okay like after a night out in the cab but I was at my place of like so it's like where if it was the cab driver was it somebody else was it somebody who put me in the cab like I can't even tell you and that's oh so crazy like that and it's like yes I'm a young girl and like that's it's so sad that that happened to me and that's just one of the situations but I'm like I don't even know what happened and that's crazy that's crazy and I know I'm not the only like I'm not alone oh, in this I'm and so like sorry that that happened yeah like I mean and like I'm fortunate that like I'm a pretty strong person and like these things don't really negatively affect me now because I'm able, I'm pretty resilient and I'm able to be like that's fucked up. But they probably so affect happy. you in ways you don't even. Know. Of course, of course, absolutely. But I know it could have like things that happen like that. I've seen it negative affect others in a worse way. Like I'm I'm proud of myself for my strength and resilience yeah. and the work I've done. But I'm like that I no longer have to ever feel like that. Yeah. And like I'm of sound mind and I'm making decisions that I'm in control of my life is such a gift that like it's I don't have the words to explain how good that feels and I know it's like that for a lot of, I've seen girls and obviously it's worse for women than it is for men drinking yeah. but it's like we put ourselves in these situations that are not safe and not good and I wish the world was different I wish the, of course I wish the world was different and these things didn't happen but if you're if you can, can drink it with control, then you're not really in those situations as yeah. much. I couldn't. And I found myself in bad. I'm so lucky worse things didn't happen. I said it so many times and I'll say it again. Like I'm blessed and to have my life back means everything. What do you mean have your life back? Because I had, I wasn't, I was out of control. I was out of control. Did and your whole life revolve around drinking, do you think? Because uh, like mine did. Like I wouldn't get blackout drunk like uh-huh. you did, but like. The, the culture of it the, my whole life yeah. revolved around drinking like uh-huh. if i was like going bowling i was fucking drinking oh, yeah, if yeah, i was going yeah. shopping i was dr- having a drink at nordstrom's after no like, i was good at stuff like i was very good at like separate i'm like yeah i wasn't like didn't eat it every day so like didn't like because you didn't drink every day like we are so different because uh-huh. i drank almost every day uh-huh. a few glasses of wine kind of vibe no um, I and i could control my it. drinking like that way but you like uh-huh. to get blackout uh-huh. so so your life didn't revolve around alcohol. I don't like, but it, but it did, around, but it didn't. You my know? life revolved around partying and like avoidance of growing up and just like facing reality. 
So it's like, yeah, it wasn't every day, but like I was always looking forward to the weekend or when I'm, when's my next party? When's the next date that I'm going to like get a buzz and get, get a buzz off of this guy wanting me and like the validation and all the things like it wasn't every day, but it was, it was bad. What were you avoiding? Um, like myself, uh, like doing the work. Yeah. I like when I was, I floated for the first time, like I did my sensory deprivation. So this is something that I love about being sober is Mm -hmm. that I hated being with myself and I would drink to avoid myself and my own mind. And when I first quit drinking, it was hard being up there in my brain (laughs) all by myself. Like it's like, nothing's there to dull it and I would use weed when I first quit drinking to be able to handle being in my own head because it was really really challenging Mm -hmm. and then recently I went floating and then I went to therapy after and I was like I went floating I feel so good which is when you're in a sensory deprivation like tank basically with a thousand pounds of Epsom salt so your body floats and there's no sound no noise anything for 80 minutes So you're like in a meditative state for 80 minutes and it feels like getting high to me. Uh Like I astral projected a little bit, like, like the baby steps of it. Like I could feel my body, like Uh my, my, Uh like, so I go to therapy after and I'm like, I just floated Lindsay. And Lindsay's like, when was the last time that you could sit with your thoughts for 80 Mm -hmm. minutes Mm -hmm. in silence? Mm -hmm. And I was like, never. I've never been able to do that. No. I'm a monk. Like I'm yeah. sick. Like that's so amazing. <laughs> and I think that that's, that's like something I love about being sober so much is I can sit in my own mind. My mind is a nice place to be in to the point where I can sit in it, hang out for 80 minutes. And now I look forward. That was the first yeah. time I floated. I've floated since. And now like I look forward to my floats. Yeah. I look forward meditation. to deep meditation, but I used to not be able to meditate no, at all. No, of course not. Very spiritual person. Like always have been in ways, but like since getting sober it's only propelled me deeper into my spirituality and I feel so grateful for it and because of that it's brought me to places that I am now like being moving to Vancouver I wouldn't have done when I was on my bullshit when I was drinking and being a party animal the idea of being out not I always love nature but it's like this isn't a party city there's not the same there's nothing like that like in Toronto no so I wouldn't have done that and made these changes if it hadn't been for getting sober no way some of the friendships I've made wouldn't have been if I was if I was still drinking just priorities were so different I having had this internal shift where it's like it is over drinking is no longer a part of my life or who I am and who I am on the other side is so much better that's how I feel like I feel like the physical, like you can obviously see the physical things in me. And I always wish like, because people be like, Sky, like you look so good or whatever. Like, and that's because I'm sober. Yeah, I do. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I you see too. you at the gym. <laughs> I see you. Okay. I see you around this. You see my titties place? walking yeah. to the bathroom oh, yeah. in the morning. Oh, yeah. But like. Frothing. Frothing. Yeah. But people will say that. And I, I, I do feel very proud of the way I look and everything like that and but that's just the shell of who I am like sometimes I wish that I could like turn inside out and show people what I was the chaos that was going on in my mind and soul before Mm -hmm. and now and it would it's like it's crazy Mm-hmm. how my mind has changed mm-hmm. and how I've totally. like repatterned my own totally. brain and how it's possible and it 
really didn't take that many steps. It took like discipline and hard work over a long period of time, very much like changing your body composition Mm -hmm. and gaining muscle and losing fat or, or, you know, getting a stronger heart to be able to run or whatever. Like it's very much is like that. And I, I wish that I could show people that and that Mm -hmm. part showed on that. It kind of does show on the outside, but I really wish it could because that's like the best thing about being sober. Totally. It's just so nice. It's so, so nice. nice. And one of my favorite things. So like I struggled with depression my whole life. Like I had it as a kid and I wasn't able to recognize what it was. Like and I just was like I was sad. Like even though like I had a great childhood and like all the things. I'm so blessed. But like I just had this like lingering sadness always. Kind of this pit in my stomach all the time. I was never like fully happy. And so part of that I think is – either I don't know what came first if I mean if I was born an addict probably but like what came first the sadness that propelled me into Mm -hmm. the addiction or vice versa whatever it is it was always there and so but I knew I was I was I had such empathy for other people like and I and animals and just the world and I like care about a lot of things and I all I wanted to do and to this day but like all I wanted to do was help people like and make this world a better place like so cliche but like it's true and like I'm such a softie. And so when I was like deep in my addiction, these are the things I cared about and what I wanted out of life. But I was like in no way capable because I was like d- just destroying my own life. Like how am I going to help other people when I'm such a piece of shit? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> truly like, right? Like it's whatever I want, I, I could try or I could give you bullshit like words, but it's like Me I too. treat myself like shit. So I'm not actually going to be able to be this like active member of society, cha- making it a better place. And so <laughs> now that I'm, <laughs> that is the truest thing I've. But yeah, I was such a piece thing. of shit. That hurts and to hear. Because yeah, that's yeah. very true. I cared, too. but it's like it was all bullshit. I can now be this dependable person for others, and I can actually like I've seen it with friends who've reached out to me about their addiction or their mm-hmm. problems, and who lean on me for support and look for help, and how I have changed their life for the better and at that to me obviously for what I'm doing for them but what it does for me too I'm like I'm so happy that I'm actually able to help people and like may have a profound impact on other people's lives who then might go and like the ripple effect what that might do for the next person the next and what they the changes they might make like to be this this active member of society and now and the benefits of it are so near and dear to my heart like the, I can that's making this podcast like I I'm it's coming from such a good place for both of us and like of course like we're gonna have fun and all the things but like I'm so happy that this can help other people that's something that's one of my favorite things that's so overwhelming to me that I actually have trouble acknowledging like when people message me about how I've helped get them sober and they're so much happier and I know that like I've impacted their life so positively Mm -hmm. it's so humbling and overwhelming that I have trouble accepting like you can call me hot or be like sky like I want to fuck you and I'm like thanks so much and like (laughs) I accept those kind of compliments right if someone's like you've changed my life or like I love your hair I'm like thanks it hits different in a way where like I actually have trouble accepting the compliment Mm -hmm. I have trouble like I just try to like hold space for them, but it's really hard to hold space for because it's, it's so overwhelming. It's so nice. It's, it's, so nice. nice. it's so over like it touches me so much that I'm like, Ugh, yeah, I'm a piece of shit. There's someone like, like a friend wow. that I'd had like didn't know her too well and I'd seen her drinking. I didn't know her well enough that I was like, oh, she has a problem per se. But 
at some point like last year she reached out to me on Instagram and told me she had a drinking problem and was always inspired by seeing me out at parties or just being social and not drinking and asked me for kind of guidance looked at me for guidance and what some of the next steps might be so I I talked to her a bit gave her some tips suggested some things and then I didn't really hear from her she kind of and then like deactivated I think I tried to check on her once but didn't really hear much and then like months later she like emerged and on Instagram and was talking about being sober and now it's been like almost a year and she's very vocal about her sobriety and the the positive changes it's had on her life and like I've w- responded to her and like we talk now and but I responded to her to say like I'm so proud of you and I'm so happy like you stuck to this and her response being like Jamie like reaching out to you was what got me into AA and the first steps I took to this new life and like you are a part of my story when I tell people and I'm forever grateful and like literally made me cry and I'm like this is one person that like if if it's just one person that I can help that means everything because she's now going to go live a happy life that like and I would have hoped she would have anyways without my my help but like I'm so happy to have had that effect on her and to know that there's more people to help and we could be this for them like is so humbling is so I just feel so grateful for it yeah the purpose that I've gained purpose and and I also one of my favorite things is something I love about being sober is the courage that I've gained the honest vulnerable courage that I have to like show up for myself and others in life like with like my acting career like I was me too'd really badly and I just kind of gave up and was just like okay fuck this like uh, I don't want to fuck a director or producer so I guess it can't happen for me and like whatever and then like I applied to one of the best agencies in Canada and got accepted since getting sober and I've been auditioning for really fucking cool tv and movie parts that mm-hmm. and like building trust with casting directors because I can always show up a hundred percent for myself um showing up for this podcast a hundred percent like it wasn't like oh like last night like you went to a friend's party there was not a doubt in my mind you wouldn't wake up this morning and be ready like there wasn't a doubt in my mind like it wasn't like like I was like oh Jane we have a big day ahead of us like thanks for inviting me but I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in bed and I never thought though like oh but is she gonna come home at four and then not be able to wake up and 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 do the podcast I never had that like go through my head once yeah I was just like oh like Jamie will get home when she gets home and we'll wake up tomorrow and do what we need like there's no there's sense of trust I have with myself and others is like around me because I really only surround myself with mostly my close friends are sober people or people who are not really in the party lifestyle um the how I can rely on them is insane mm-hmm. and know? even the friends that like because I have maybe more friends that party I love that like even in those moments for them I can be someone that like is kind of like a rock for them or yeah if they me too feel me like too, they need yeah. the help I'm yeah. like I love being that for others. I like, love being the help for yeah. others yeah. yeah my like dms are always open yeah yeah but in terms of like things I like to do probably like I like to go to like yoga yeah, or whatever yeah. like I want to get a fitness class in get our nails done yeah. those are the types of hangouts that I do we do so. a lot of beach walks we do a lot of beach walks we do a lot of coffee we do a lot of like typical so- yeah. gyms we do a gym. lot of gyms steams oh yeah now you're gonna start floating oh my god what's next, <laughs> what's next? What's next? <laughs> and that's another I thing it, is though. the excitement for life and like hobbies hobbies oh, oh we have to talk about fucking hobbies okay so Battle one orders, thing that honestly. happens when you get sober is you have a lot of free time i took up golf and i got pretty fucking good at golf good for you uh in my first days of sobriety i would golf like four times a week with my dad mm-hmm. and i got into embroidery you did 
Yeah. Did you actually? Yeah. I thought you were joking. No. Why would I be joking? I'm artsy as fuck. You kidding me? You're okay. Wait, because like my first. Okay, I think everyone when they first get sober has a first sober yeah, yeah. hobby that they what take. What was up. my first? What was your Probably first embroidery? Mine was golf. <laughs> I got really fucking good at golf, golf. And, and I was yeah. so bad at first. And then by like a year in, I had old men that would watch me. Right, everyone's watching the girl, like all this fucking girl, right? And I would drive that ball, and the old men would go, "Oh, wow, good for you, girl." And that feeling. I am an addict for that feeling like that yeah. feeling tennis oh yeah you got into tennis oh, yeah. tennis gets my heart rate up a little bit too much I love it I love, love it, it. and Getting then of that, course that little you just like the little outfit no and I love playing tennis you I love, love the sexual tension of the tennis sexual, yeah I've got sexual tension all over town I love the kids beach tennis court yeah. just yeah. frothing at the mouth over men mm-hmm. there are some cute ones over there yeah oh yeah yeah oh, okay yeah. so should we play our game is there anything else you want to say about how much you love being sober, just everything. Hobbies, hobbies, being hotter, sexier. Uh-huh. Dating is better. Dating is better. Dating. Well, we'll do a whole thing on dating. But we're dating. gonna do a whole thing on sex, dating, sobriety. Yeah, yeah. but like thing. dating is so much better. Where I'm like, oh, I'm not just like going out with any anyone just because it's like an excuse to drink or whatever. Just like mm-hmm. kind of settling for things. It's not just like oh, go to dinner with whoever. Like, mm-hmm. it's nice. This is definitely yeah. nice. Sober sex is better. Sober sex is better. Yeah. And you're horny or sober. Yeah. Yeah. That's something people don't talk about. No. I think I am. Because like, I'm healthier overall. Down. Like when I first quit drinking, I was a little hornier. Because like I I think I got more in touch with who I am and my own sex drive rather than like validation from men, which isn't really has anything to do with your sexuality. It has mm-hmm. to do with, mm-hmm. you know, like your yeah. like your insecurity. So it's yeah. like it's yeah, it's 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 its own thing i think and like health health <laughs> health your kidneys your oh. liver i used to have like pains pain liver kidney pains i think i'd be like hmm huh my lower this back is really yeah. fucking hurting right something now. about this isn't right um i the countless bar like puking and hangovers and all of that like what was i thinking i wasn't i wasn't and now we're we ain't right. Yeah. Well, now we're right. Now we're right. Now we're right. There's a lot that ain't right, but yeah. Okay, we're gonna play. Oh, we're gonna yeah, play explain fuck, what we're doing. Okay, we're gonna play <clears throat> fuck Mary kill. Fuck Mary kill with sober celebrities. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're playing with men because we're straight, but yeah. we could invite some other. We invite some women if you. Yeah, if we could play another some... round with women. Uh huh. Anyway. Yep. Yep. Okay. Ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and there's there's a lot. Shockingly, so many sober celebrities and like more obviously are getting sober and I love it. Love to see it. But there's a lot. There's a lot. A okay. lot of babes. Ready? Mm-hmm. 50 Cent, Michael J. Fox, Travis oh. Barker. <laughs> Fuck, Mary kill. Yeah. Okay. 50 Cent, Michael J. Fox, and Travis oh Barker. Oh my god. That's a tough one. I know. Michael J. Fox? Are you kidding me? You put him in with this? Like, obviously you marry Michael J. Fox. Like, what, are you, you kill gonna kill? Travis, you kill Travis Barker, you, but, you fuck 50 Cent? I'd fuck, obviously, fuck 50 You're Cent. Fuck like, 50 come cent. on. I think I would marry 50 Cent. Okay. Fuck Michael Wait. J. Fox. Okay, maybe I'd I'll, still kill right. Travis right. Barker. Right. I think 50 Cent's like... You're right. I don't... And fine, fine. You're right, probably. I'm not gonna... You could never say kill Michael J. Fox. But, like... Yeah. I would never kill Mary Michael J. Fox. 50 Cent. Fine. I agree with you. But Travis Barker's cool. And like, I wouldn't kill Travis. I just watch him on the Kardashians and I'm like, no. 
but I, I wouldn't Blink want Courtney's life. Like, I wouldn't want I feel the like way that he loves guy. Courtney uh-huh. isn't the way that I want to be loved. Okay. Okay. This was a tough one. Like, you know, he's like, baby, and he loves feet. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Russell Brand. Okay. Dennis Rodman. <laughs> and Macklemore. <laughs> okay. I'm killing Dennis Rodman. Yeah. An athlete, he's probably was has been a piece of shit. Yeah, um, yeah, he's like famous for being a piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, kill Dennis Rodman. I can't believe he's actually sober. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, I think he had a slip up, hmm. but it's okay. We'll forgive. Um, uh, probably. I mean, probably marry Macklemore because he's probably just like the most normal, stable. He's a husband and father. Mm-hmm. He's cool. He's super like famous rich talented successful Mm -hmm. but like russell brand would be like i love russell brand i think he's like so iconic and he's so outspoken with on so many topics and he's so well versed in a lot of things i would like i would kill dennis robman yeah i'd probably fuck like i would i would like you'd have so much fun with but katie perry didn't look happy but they he was not sober he wasn't sober i don't think he was sober then i don't think he was who knows mary russell van brand then fuck Dennis Rodman and kill Macklemore. Actually, no. Yep. No. I would. That's my, my final answer. Macklemore. Like that's my, my final answer. Macklemore okay, is dead. Fine. Because Ma- I'd I'm rather saying- the story of having sex is. I'd rather have. I'd sex marry with- Macklemore. Fuck. Russell I'd wear Brand a condom Dennis with Dennis Rodman, but I would. No. Okay. Anthony Hopkins. Okay. Eminem. Oh. Gerard Butler. <laughs> Are you kidding? This one's too hard. Uh, Gerard, like Gerard. I know. You can't like, make them obvious. You got this is why this is the when the game okay, is well, fun. Like, obviously, marry Eminem because like I love Eminem. Would marry I would Eminem. marry Eminem even though I wouldn't, but I love Eminem the most. Like he has hey, serious mommy yeah, issues. He's got though. issues. He has fine. I would issues. fuck Eminem, but yeah. I'm not gonna kill Anthony Hopkins. It's just I'm the least attracted to him, so I'm not. I would he's marry probably Anthony the Hopkins. Most, he's probably the most stable. But the he's thing like that scares me is silence, say, silence. Silence of the Lambs. Lambs. Like if he ever smiled at you like that, I would. No, he's like he's out. like so active in the AA community. He's like a good guy. Okay, but I'd marry Gerard Butler. Like he's so hot. Gerard Butler we is once so our fingers, hot. We went, we went like our fingers went like that. Me and Gerard. When <laughs> you're <laughs> just throwing that you have a, a Gerard, yeah, we have some sexual tension already. What um, happened? It was like at a premiere. It was just like totally in passing. But I how would, old were you? Like 20, maybe. Oh. Yeah. But oh, Gerard Butler's so hot. Like, come on. I would fuck and marry Gerard Butler. And could I could marry Eminem and be married to both? I would oh that's no. this is so hard. Young Anthony Hopkins. Mm-hmm. I would marry, but if we're talking ages yeah, now, now, I would kill Anthony Hopkins because he's already old. He's ready to. Yeah, I would fuck Eminem and I would marry Gerard yeah. Butler. Yeah, and sober Gerard Butler. I find sober guys to be really hot. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. like when a guy doesn't drink, I'm like, same, oh, same. Except not when they're like in and out active addiction. Of course not. I don't like that. No, like no, when no, he's sober, no, like, he's been sober for a week and then he's drunk again. I don't, I don't, I don't not like that. No, I don't. <laughs> that's not sober. That's just not drinking for a week. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yes, when I can see no. that guys say they so, no, no, no. they're sober, but they're not, I don't like no, that. But no. when a guy's like actually like yeah. off his bullshit. Oh, that's yeah. sexy. Okay. Dax Shepard. Jack Osborne. <laughs> okay. Well, good guy. I'm sure. Terry okay. Crews. Terry. Not Terry. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, okay. 
Ter- I mean, we know Terry Crews has a massive dick. Like, let's put that out there. Okay? He's got a big schlong. And, we're and he's so funny. He's so funny. Like, Terry Crews could probably make you, if he decided that he loved you, he could really make you the happiest woman on earth. Yeah. Terry Cru- marry Terry Crews. <laughs> can I just marry Terry Crews? Like, he's game aside. Guy. No. Okay. Game aside. Um... Who are they again? Dax Shepard, Jack Osborne, oh, Terry Crews. Like, I love Dax Shepard. I hate Dax Shepard. He's kind Shepherd. of annoying, Tell but I love him. Like, I do. I used to listen to Armchair Expert a lot. Who's the other one? Jack Osborne. Jack Okay, we'll kill Jack Osborne. I'm sure he's a great guy, <laughs> but like, I don't, I want to, I don't want to fuck him. I don't want to marry him. And Sharon and Ozzy raised him. And Sharon and Ozzy, that's fine. So he's though, a little iconic, not right. But he's a little not right. So, you kill Jack. I'm sorry. I I think I killed Jack. And I don't like Dax, but I would kill Jack. I just don't like how Dax is like. He's friends with Ashton Kutcher. Okay. The thing that's <laughs> weird about Dax to me is just how much he talks about how he doesn't love his wife. What? I don't listen to it anymore. So I don't They're know. They're just what he always says. talking about how hard marriage is and how much he doesn't uh-huh. love his wife. So that concerns me. I feel like they just so, don't work. I, so we um, killed Dax. I killed Jack. Fuck I killed Jack. Fuck Dax. Mary and Mary Terry, Terry Cruz. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Dane Cook, oh. Daniel Radcliffe, Jack Harlow. Okay, I'd marry Jack Harlow, fuck Daniel Radcliffe, and kill Dane. Cook. Yeah, that's easy. I yeah, would do the same. That was easy. Okay, this is a hard one. Brad Pitt, don't do this. Calvin Harris, no. no. Bradley Cooper. No, <laughs> no. I'd kill Brad Pitt for the weird plane no. stuff, the Angelina okay. stuff, because he like that stuff sketches me out. Yeah, but before we knew that, before let's say, we let's knew say that, before we knew that, the Brad Pitt we knew, he still cheated on Jen. I would kill Ugh. him. Right. But if I like Troy, okay, the movie Bradley Troy Cooper. in two thousand four, I can't believe you put these three together because Calvin Harris too. Like I would marry. Calvin I know Harris. that's what I'm saying. They're all married. Are but you... see, the thing about Brad Pitt is Troy was part of my sexual awakening. Like I Brad remember Pitt. being eleven. I was eleven Are years old. Same. No, Brad Pitt I, was a huge part of my sexual awakening. My vagina. Like, like I was oh, eleven. It's no, not no. okay to talk I about. I but like too. I was just like. <gasps> I think when I was 11 too, once my sister and like one of her best friends, one of her close friends, because I was obsessed with Brad Pitt, they like printed all these pictures of Brad Pitt and taped them up all over the house. And I got home and I was so embarrassed because like, it's not, a, it, you feel weird being like sexually aroused at that age. Yeah. It's so not, I, I like, didn't even know what was happening. I know, all I, I know, knew was Brad that Pitt, I, like I, I liked him, him. That his I was episode, he was fighting for his sure. episode in Friends is one of my Best favorite episodes. Episode. Like, yeah. And it, honestly, oh, that episode is just Jennifer Aniston showing off I that know, her husband's Brad I Pitt. I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. We can't do this. So Kay. I would, but I would kill but Brad Pitt But marry Bradley Cooper. I would marry Bradley Cooper. Oh, I can't answer that. And I would kill I Calvin Harris. I would kill Harris. Calvin Harris, no, though. Oh, no, I'd kill Brad Pitt. I guess kill if what we know, if this is true with the Angelina stuff and him being, like, yeah. abusive. I, I would know. fuck. I would fuck. Oh, I, I would, would fuck Calvin and marry Bradley. Marry yes. Bradley any day. Like, Bradley, Bradley Cooper can get it. Okay, Ben Affleck. Hmm. Love Ben, but like, is he sober? Keith Urban, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> oh, okay. Shia was one of my huge crushes growing up. Like, I was obsessed. Transformers. And then he got like, there's some darkness there. He's yeah. not a good guy. He's, he's I love his accent Ill. though. His fucking sure. southern and, like, accent does it for me. But he's I abusive yeah, he's and ill, is Ill, 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 mentally Ill. And like, had a crazy childhood. I'm sure. Talented but, like, though. Talented. Yeah, yeah. We love Shia, but we also can't say that. Maybe, but. Kill Shia. Okay. 
Who else did we say? I said Shia LaBeouf, Keith Urban, oh. and Ben Affleck. I'd fuck Shia, but not knowing what I know. You know what I mean? I would fuck Shia like knowing what I know, I think. Like, I like, I, like, like knowing he like is, he like is a physically abusive to women. Like, I can't. I wouldn't. Okay, I just so wouldn't. I'd fuck, so I'd kill I, Shia, fuck Keith Urban. But I want to like, kill Ben Affleck. Oh, I wouldn't want to marry Ben. I mean, I love you have Ben to Affleck. Fuck or marry ben. I'd marry Keith, I guess. I'd marry Keith Urban. Normal. Nicole Kidman seems very yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah. I would marry Wonderful. he's a little bit of a short king, but yeah, I like a short king. So I'd marry Keith. Fuck Ben and kill fuck Shia. Fuck Ben, I'd kill Shia. Yeah, I hate sorry. to say it. I know. I hate to say, I hate to say, it, say it. But I hate to say it. Okay, one more. Do you want to pick it? Here are the names. Well, they're what they're okay. Um, oh. All right, Zach Efron, which is surprising that he's so. I didn't. Did no one talks about this that Zach, Zach Efron, Efron is sober. sober? Yeah, Chris Martin also no one talks about, and Kendrick Lamar. Oh, okay. Zach Efron, Kendrick, or who? Uh, Kendrick, Chris Martin, and Zach Efron. See, I always think about their girlfriends because, like, okay, Zach Efron's had a lot of work done. Yeah, that's High School Musical Zach is hot. I was obsessed. Like, I, I had was posters too. on my wall. Zach Efron. Of Zach I used to want to kill Jonas Vanessa Brothers. Hudgens. Like, legitimately. Oh no, I loved. I loved them. I would marry Chris Martin any day. I would do anything to marry Chris Martin. Okay, I one time I saw Chris Shania Martin. Twain in Vegas, uh-huh. and Shania Chris Martin was standing right behind me, uh-huh. legitimately. And I turn around, I'm like, I recognize that guy. And then Shania brings on chris martin on the stage he's our surprise guest at the shania twain concert do you know how amazing it was everything okay chris martin i would marry my dream last night really yeah Coldplay. see it just weirds me out that he married gwyneth but no i love gwyneth i know there's she's a little problematic i love okay so i would marry chris martin i'd marry chris martin i would do anything i'd fuck kendrick i'd fuck kendrick and i'd kill zach and kill zach but only modern day zach like I just don't like that he lied about his filler. His filler? That's surgery, sweetheart. Like, that's he's like... had so much filler. He's a lot. There's yeah, some Yeah, but stuff. he says that he just broke his jaw. I know. And, like, I have so much compassion so he for the... broke his jaw twice? I, I mean, feel obviously so bad, well. obviously. Can we people. do a wellness check on Zac Efron, yeah, we, I think? Yeah, I just... I feel bad for him, but I have to say kill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll come back to that game. This yeah. is a really fun game. game. There's more. There's there are more so many sober celebrities. sober celebs that we need to get into. We need to get into for sure. Okay, well, we love you. Love you. We'll talk to you soon. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Amazing. We fucking.